I'm Robert Therrell. I'm Chase Bridges. And we both want to be screenwriters. So listen along as we find out how. Each week we'll outline a new short film. And maybe even write some of our favorites. This is Written By. All right. We recording? We're recording. Hey, welcome to another bonus episode. A bonus episode of Written By, the number one screenwriting podcast in the world. If you don't count all the other ones. That's right. I like that being like our new motto or our tag or whatever <laughs> that's called. <laughs> yeah, I've been I've been thinking that one up for a while. <laughs> bonus episode. Yeah, but you didn't expect us on a on a Tuesday or Wednesday or whenever, whenever we do this. Wednesday or Thursday. I think we did Friday last time. We did we? Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, we've released 18 episodes now. We're going to do another we're gonna do another top nine episode. We're going to look at the past nine episodes we've done, kind of rank them and see which ones we're feeling, which ones we aren't, which ones we think like could possibly become real films and like what it would take to do those. And we actually, this time around, we got an extra special thing going on. You don't want to skip this this bonus episode because we actually wrote one of the scripts for real that we broke on a podcast. We're going to read it. Yeah. We're going to reveal it. We're going to talk about how, how we wrote it, what that process was like. And then we're going to read the current draft here on the air for all of you. And it's going to be awesome. Before we start ranking, how are you, Robert? I'm doing all right. Uh, I was listening to my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy on the way over. What is that? It still holds up. It's Kanye album. Oh. It's <laughs> it's widely considered his best album. I, uh, I'm not sure if it's if I think it's his best, but it's definitely like it's up, up there. there. Yeah. I'm not a huge music person. Dang. I like music, but like I don't I don't sit down and listen to whole albums, <laughs> you know? See, I was thinking about this earlier when you were posting your wrestling stuff. Like, we really couldn't have picked, like, more, like, different personalities to, like, write together. Yeah. Because I'm a huge music person. And I'm really big into, like, listening to full albums. I'm a huge person in general. And I've never been in a fight, so. Yeah. (laughs) But you know what? That's what what makes us work so well together. Exactly. Because we have a lot of different experiences. Why did you say that like Owen Wilson? Wow. (laughs) Yo, guys, we were on set the other night. And I was doing my own Wilson impression for like an hour obnoxiously. <laughs> I was just like, wow. Wow. Yeah, what I like to do is um, <laughs> I like to read the script once or twice. And then I go to set and I ask the director to explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old. That's an actual Owen Wilson quote yeah. too. <laughs> All right, man. Rankings. Are we going uh, nine yeah, let's go nine to one. All right. What you got for nine? The one room short. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's a surprise to me. I think I think we're gonna have a few surprises. I, in, I agree. Uh, in this. Yeah. I uh I ranked mine this time just based off of stories that I enjoyed. Um uh-huh. and I'm not gonna lie. These these nine episodes, they have some of my favorite that we've ever done. Yeah. They also have some of my least favorite we've ever done. Okay. I feel like uh, I feel like we had a bit of a slump there for a minute. I think I think we kind of had a slump, but it wasn't necessarily that like they weren't entertaining to me. It's more so that like we had a bunch of ones that were like super big ideas. Yeah. Yeah. 
that we can never like really make mm-hmm. and on their own they didn't like you know they were just kind of fun like one i wouldn't spend like nine months trying to get yeah, one done that's yeah that's the thing is like you had to be passionate about it yeah and so for me number nine one room it's something that we could easily make uh-huh. and i think we could make um however not super passionate about it yeah the story in my opinion is like okay yeah she's got a creepy stalker it's pretty funny what is your number nine robert wait creepy stalker yeah it didn't wasn't the one room the one no <laughs> the one room's the sci-fi one. Oh no <laughs> i thought the one room was the influencer one no no <laughs> no wait i changed my mind i cha- hold on <laughs> My whole world, <laughs> my whole world's been rocked. Hold on, oh, no. let me. I mean, the influencer short did take place at one. That was episode <laughs> six, though. Hold up, oh, God, man. So I was about to say, I like that I've one a ruined, good bit. I've ruined my <laughs> list. Oh man. Okay, this is this is what it's like working with me, guys. I'm an idiot. Oh man, one room. Okay. <laughs> I changed my mind. Okay. My new number nine is Uber driver. Okay. That is also my number nine. Okay. That makes more sense. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Man. So why, why was Uber driver low for you? God almighty. (laughs) Uber driver for me. Uber driver for me. See, I know very much which episodes are which because I have to edit all of yeah. these. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to lie. I forget a lot after we record because all I have to do is uh, Robert sends me the wave file. I upload it into Audition, export it as an MP3, and then upload it into Anchor. And it's my responsibility to do the description and, and all that stuff. I don't have to listen to the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I'll listen. I listen to the outros because I've never heard them before. Oh, yeah. And I always find them very interesting. Like the most recent one I listened to, you did the auto-tune yep. outro. I thought that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Uber driver for me is number eight or number nine. <sighs> Uber driver for me is number nine because um, I liked the song that we got to make because of it. That was mm-hmm. fun. Yep. Uh, I like the idea of making a country uh, uh-huh, song yeah. short, but also it's just like, it's a, I think it's a pretty weak story. Yeah. It's just, you know, we have a sad Uber driver and a sad man. Yeah. And <laughs> I do. I mean, we definitely struggled in that episode. Yeah. And like listening back to the edited version, it's even like less apparent how much we struggle because there is a lot of like blank space of us like trying to think of what to do in that episode. But honestly, like I'm okay with how it turned out and I think it's decent. For me, it didn't even like really come together until like after we had recorded the episode. Did you wrote the song? Yeah. 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 When I was listening to that, I was like, wow, this is kind of like a decent country song. And I can picture it being a film, but it's also, it's not a film I'd really be watch myself. About. You know, yeah. like if I saw a trailer for that, I'd be like, yeah, I'll, I'll pass on that. Yeah. No, I agree. So. I agree. Yeah. That's ultimately where I ended up with Uber Driver. I, st- I still think it's not bad. Like it, this time around it's our our least favorite short i still think we're improving from like last time we did this and what the last like lower tier was for us so yeah yeah i feel good i agree yeah what's your number eight my number eight is scuba diving pizza delivery man okay 
Nice. Mine is narcoleptic police officer. Oh, okay. So, All right. I feel like those are similar. I I do feel like they're very similar ones. Yeah. Yeah. So why why that one? Um, I like the story. It would be a really fun short film. It's uh-huh. big. Yeah. It's really big. Uh-huh. It's interesting, but like at the end of the day, not super passionate about it. Like uh-huh. at the end of the day, the story is we have a guy who's trying to deliver a pizza to the girl he likes. It's super bad, but probably not as funny. Sure, yeah. There's some like weak moments in the story that I'm sure we could flesh out if we wrote it. Yeah, wrote I feel it. that. I feel that. Yeah. But uh, it's just not super exciting, I think. Yeah, yeah. For me, narcoleptic police officer, I do. I consider that one and the scuba diving pizza delivery man as kind of having the same issues for me, which yeah. is they're both very big. They're both like kind of very long. They both, uh, we kind of struggled these past few weeks and we kind of been course correcting a little with writing things that are like a little too long yeah to be like a short yeah. and that, that's kind of where we were like we're writing things that this this be like 10 or 15 minutes and there are all these like set pieces and stuff but a narcoleptic police officer i think it was just the one it was just like a little too big for me or a scuba diving piece of delivery man it was it was a little more contained, you yeah. know, relatively. Uh, scuba dive a policeman has a motorcycle chase. <laughs> it does, but like narcoleptic police officer, it has a car running yeah. into someone. There's a train. Yeah. You're in like the city or something yeah. on a foot chase. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I think these are fun. But, I think uh, they're really fun episodes yeah. of the podcast, uh-huh. and I think that they would make great short films. Yeah. See, this is this is like. When you do something like this, I'm kind of like, okay, we have we have kind of like a knack for the writing thing. Mm-hmm. It's just that now I'm trying to like improve and hone in on on like more consistently coming up with ideas yeah. that we would actually want to do and are doable. Yeah. But it's uh, like these are great, but we want to be better than that. Yeah. But yeah. uh yeah, my number 7 is scuba diving pizza delivery man. The only reason it ranked higher was cuz I like the aspect of like kind of being about like a high schooler and having that mm-hmm. whole thing it just kind of pushes it yeah. over it makes it a little more like i don't want to say related yeah, no i see what you're saying though but it's it's yeah. definitely more you're sympathetic towards the character exactly yeah my seven is werewolf okay yeah I feel like it is so similar to our single with fangs yep. short yeah and you've, we've been you've told me this yeah <laughs> we've been working on that for a long time so i'm just kind of like yeah. i don't want to do the same thing again exactly yeah no i feel that i feel that and definitely like doing doing the single with fangs short which we've been talking about this for a long time on the mm-hmm. podcast and we still have so much work to do it like it's really like in my mind solidified that like if you're going to like actually go out and make a film like you got to be a hundred percent on it yeah you can't even like there are, there are a lot of ideas we come up with that i'm like maybe like 80 percent like into but like 80 mm-hmm. percent isn't going to like sustain you yeah for you know, like a, six all months this in. hard work yeah 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 so i i feel that i feel that one totally yeah i do i do like the werewolf one a little more than you but i think it's i see a little more potential in it but you have a director's vision yeah and i have an actor's vision yeah and so i'm like hey i don't want to do that character again <laughs> <laughs> i feel that i feel that yeah yeah what's your number six um, number six for me is the old man rappers okay i really like that short i think it's awesome i do yeah the characters are super fun and the um the rap that we made for it was awesome i think (laughs) 
that was really the most fun part of that episode. That's a good to yeah. make a song. Yeah, yeah. that's a, it's a solid point. I, I think the characters are really cool. Mm-hmm. I think the plot could use some work. Other than that, I mean, I really liked. I just didn't like it as much as some of the other ones at the top of this list. So. Sure. Yeah, my number six is Strange Addiction. Oh, which uh, <laughs> again, like I think, like from five on up. They're all shorts that like could maybe use some work, but I would mm-hmm. like consider like trying to make possibly. Yeah. Strange addiction, I just like because it's so like out there and wacky with yeah. like the the turn of like being in love with the boat or everything. Yeah, that's super fun. <laughs> yeah. I dig it. I dig it. <laughs> I do too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I think we're both on the same page. It's like we like these shorts. Yeah. However, we have others that we like more. Yeah. So I think my uh my five through three are shorts i like the ideas and would consider making the scripts just kind of like need Need some work work for me yeah like i'm willing to like go in the process of writing them we just got to see if there's something there or not so what's your number five my number five is narcoleptic cop okay i like that a little bit more than you did I think it was a really funny concept, and I think it's a short film that people would enjoy watching. Yeah. Um, obviously, there's problems. Like, the budget would be way <laughs> uh-huh. big. It's, yeah. it's a lot bigger. I just I just really enjoyed that um, short film. So that's why I, I have that one over some, like, old man yeah. rapper. I do. I mean, the gag of, like, a dude, like, on a foot chase and then just falling asleep at random times. Like, yeah. I see how that's a funny thing, and I almost feel like... It could be possible to like keep that central gag, but put it in a different story. Yeah, I agree. Like maybe there's a character that's not a cop, but is like involved in some foot chase or something. Yeah. Or maybe he is a cop, but it's a much smaller scale. Like a mall kind of cop thing. kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's a very famous saying in like writing and stuff where it's like, if you want to sell a script, sell the log line mm-hmm. and the log line of it's a cop who falls asleep at random times people that immediately people are like i want to watch that that sounds like something i would be interested in that sounds funny you have to go through the process of actually executing it well Uh but i think that log line alone is just a really solid idea okay well my number (laughs) my number five is the old rappers nice which i i love the characters of this so much yeah yeah, it's a really fun character. <laughs> it really, it really comes down to them. Uh, mm-hmm. I have, I have some structure issues with yeah. the outline. I would love to make things a little tighter if we were to write it. And yeah, again, like from five on up, I'm in a space where I would write this just to see where it goes. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I think there's a there's a very like sweet story at the core of it. I just kind of want to like get to it quicker. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Solid story, just needs some work. Yeah, it's number four. My number four is now One Room, <laughs> which is our sci-fi episode, in case you guys didn't know. Uh, that ep- that that was awesome. Yeah. It's yeah. mostly sound design. Uh-huh. It's mostly, it's one, one room. It would be super easy to shoot. All of the hard work would be in post-production. Yes, yeah. Which, I yeah, I've thought about it. Because, like, I spent... I had I had like an oddly not busy work week that week and I spent a lot of time <laughs> yeah. on the sound design. It had like a hundred tracks. Yeah, it had a hundred audio tracks and it was it was fun, but like also for to really sell it, like it would have to be like even more than that. Like, yeah, it would it would be a ton of post production work. Mm-hmm. We would have to hire some yeah. like actual like audio people. And then to, there's a there's a lot of stuff you gotta think through with like the camera angles and like making 
like a whole short in one room just looking at computer monitors interesting but like yeah part of me likes to believe it's possible like if i look at movies like 12 angry men and like that director wrote a book and talked a little about it like you can you can make something like that visually interesting it just takes a lot more work and forethought than yeah goes into a normal film yeah but yeah so that's my number four what is your number four my number four is werewolf so okay yeah yeah i get what you're saying about it being kind of similar to single with fangs which i get and again like i i it's around the range where it needs a lot of work but i would be interested in pursuing it and i guess the only i see a difference in it just because it's not about a dude trying to get a girl but it's about a dude that's already in a relationship <laughs> Yeah, and it's just like put off telling his significant other this thing for yeah. so long. I like that's the aspect of it that really speaks to me. It makes me intrigued. And my whole thing was, I'd be really interested in writing this, but I would, I would change a lot of the second yeah. act where it's like instead of like a bunch of gags around him transforming, you know, it'd just maybe be it a little bit else. more grounded. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think, I think it's a great concept. Yeah, I like, I like having wise. a relationship drama in the middle of like a werewolf film like stuff yeah. like that appeals to me so that's, that that's why it's so high that's basically. high stakes right there yeah okay so now we're on number three yeah what's number three my number three is strange addiction <laughs> strange addiction okay. i think that strange addiction episode is like <laughs> our style you know what i mean of writing where it it's is weird yeah. <laughs> and it's comedy and it's goofy but there's like there's a sense of like intelligent jokes you know what i mean it's not all just like dumb i i really liked the strange addiction i like it i like it as a comedy and like it's kind of our brand of goofy and everything the only reason i'm like less excited to like actually write it is for me it kind of like doesn't have as strong as an emotional core as other things yeah like i like being goofy and everything but i want like I want like some like real real feeling or something in it. Like yeah. that's what makes spending like a year on something like worth, worth it, it to me. Yeah. Which that could be something we we could like fit Flesh in that out. short. Yeah. I think it could be there. Yeah. I just see it more in other. This is the kind of thing where it's like I love fun movies. Yeah. Like I love like if if I have to choose between watching like an A24 film uh-huh. or like a Jumanji movie. I'm going to watch the Jumanji movie every time. Yeah. I just love fun movies. Uh-huh. And Strange Addiction, I think, is just tons of fun. Sure. So that's why it's my three. Yeah, that's cool. What is your three, Robert? Uh, my three, and this might be a surprise, but it's a it's the Doo-Doo Wood one. Really? Yeah. Down at three? Okay. I know. Yeah, I actually, I obviously like this one a lot because, okay, fine. It's safe to reveal now. It's the one we wrote. You probably yeah. You probably got a sense of that in that episode. So like, I obviously I am excited about it and yes. everything. But again, yeah, the 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 ones in my one and two, one of them I feel like has a stronger emotional core, and the other one I feel like is more interesting from a filmmaking perspective. This mm-hmm. one I see, you know, I see potential. I just gotta like sit down and think about it more as far as like writing the thing out, making it tighter. And then also like how to shoot it in an interesting way. But there definitely there is so much to like about it. I feel like the characters just kind of feel alive to me. Mm -hmm. And of course, there's Bigfoot. Yeah. All that's just so much fun. Creating our take on the 80s horror genre. Yeah. Like slasher film. Uh Uh-huh. I think I think is really us. I also just the just it being at summer camp. Like that's so much fun. That is a ton of fun. That's also that, that's probably like a big reason why 
I like wanted to like spend the time and write it was yeah, and we did it quick. We did, yeah, we yeah. did it quick. It went real fast, and you're, you'll you'll hear more about it later after in the we're episode. Done. Yeah. yeah, so okay. yeah, I'm a big fan of Doodoo Wood. Big fan of that one. <laughs> <laughs> What's your number two? My number two is superhero origin. Okay, nice. Mine is mine is the one room one. Yeah, yeah. You, you really like that episode. I my thing about one room is what I like about it is like I'm not sure if it will work or not. It, it could fall flat on its face, but uh it's an interesting like challenge. It's experimental filmmaking. Yeah. And it would be really it's a challenge. And I think yeah. that's what fascinates me. And like you. if it worked, it'd almost be like I cracked the code. Like I got to be an indie filmmaker and do a high budget sci fi movie at the at same the time. same time. And yeah. Do something that's never been done before really. Yeah. Yeah, no, I it's definitely a, a filmmaker's movie. Yeah. My only thing about it is I think to really make it, it all depends on that post production and yeah. I would I would just have to meet a sound designer that, that is passionate about it. Yeah. As, that yeah. would be willing to work on it. That that talent level is there. Like it it'd be the ideal film for someone that's really talented in sound design but hasn't made a name for themselves yet. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I just I just don't know that person yet. So yeah, man, mm-hmm. put it on the burner, man. That's something we can make later on when yeah. we're more successful. When <laughs> yeah. We have money and friends. Yeah. So so why did you <laughs> pick your number two? I really loved the superhero origin episode. Yep. Loved it. Uh-huh. Uh <laughs> I just I loved my number one more. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Superhero origin was our first episode with a guest, Shama, Shama Lama. Loved that. That went super well, I think. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. I'm very excited to have more guests on. I just I just like number one more, which is the only reason that it's not number one. Yeah. So my number one is superhero origin, which I was I was thinking about it because I didn't I didn't think about it that deeply at first, but like the as time went on a little more, I realized it was kind of my favorite one. Mm. I think what stands out to me about that is almost I feel like it does kind of have it has a great like core character dynamic and then emotional core of like it feels like a human story to me where it's about a dude that feels like he has to be the center of attention and then realizes he isn't. Mm-hmm. And that just like speaks to me a whole lot. It, it, it's something I've been thinking a lot about recently because I've noticed I'm like surrounded by a bunch of people that they want to do good things and they mm-hmm. want to help out. But they have to be the main character. And the <laughs> Are you talking about me, Robert? No, no, not you. Not you. I can't. Because I, I do need to be the main character. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. No, but it's like they can't do something they aren't getting credit for. And that like rubs me the wrong way. And that it almost means it's more about them and like. And not about the doing the thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like that's stories like that that give I, you something to think about. That's a very. Not, not trying to like cause it. It's a very church thing. Where it's like yeah. I want to, yeah. I want to be a good Christian, but not to be a good Christian, but because it'll make me look like a good Christian. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, see, when I, I think there's a different dynamic because I just finished a feature on my own. Mm-hmm. There's a different dynamic when I write something with a partner and when I write something alone. When I write something by myself, I usually like start with something like that, mm-hmm. where it's like, this is a thing I've been thinking about, or like. I usually I usually start with theme or like I have an idea and then I immediately try to put a theme in it. Mm-hmm. Or it's like it's not necessarily a moral, but it's like what what concept do I want to explore? And then the, this short just kind of explores a concept. And there yeah. are superheroes. Yeah. And well-built yeah, yeah, yeah. boys in it. So. And, and well-built boy. <laughs> 
yeah i love i love stuff that you know obviously has a meaning uh-huh. but on like if a child watches it they'd still enjoy it it's like sure, you don't have yeah. to understand the deeper meaning to still enjoy it. And i think the superhero yeah, origin I think it does that, is that which is what's so cool about it yeah yeah, yeah i agree my number one would be the doo-doo wood episode uh-huh. big i i was so passionate <laughs> about this episode i wrote up the first draft like the day it came out yeah and sent it to robert Uh i love bigfoot i'm wearing a bigfoot hat right now (laughs) well i i'm just now noticing yeah i'm wearing a bigfoot hat right now i love bigfoot i'm fascinated that there could be a creature that no one can find but yet so many people believe in yeah i've seen bigfoot Uh i'm i'm just fascinated by like aliens and bigfoot and stuff like that in general and then I'm also, I love the 80s horror genre of like Friday the 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And this is a Bigfoot horror slasher movie with tons of uh, comedy, tons of really fun characters. And I love character driven stories. Yeah. And so I just love that episode so much. Yeah. Well, we actually, we ended up working back and forth on a few drafts. And yeah, so what did this? This is our first time we've really attempted to yeah. actually like sit down and write. Actually, I did write a draft of the influencer sketch, but uh, we decided not to do anything with that. The which one? The influencer one? Yeah. Yeah, it's true. I guess we just got busy. Yeah, but also it was like we came up with better ideas. Yeah. So we, <laughs> <laughs> it's like we don't we don't need that idea. Yeah. See, people people ask you all the time how you come up with ideas, and like really the hard part is like you know like managing ideas and figuring out like yeah what's worth doing yeah i think anyone can come up with a good idea mm-hmm. it's executing that good idea that's why i hate when people call themselves visionaries because <laughs> <laughs> all your thing is is you come up with a lot of ideas and other people do them for you that's not that's not that's yeah. not a talent <laughs> yeah i agree wholeheartedly i agree so what what was it like writing the first draft of Doodoo Wood? Oh, Hold on, <laughs> you gotta give me a second. That's why I hate visionaries. Um, I'm trying to pull it up now, actually. But um, I was super passionate about the story that we broke on the episode, and so all I really did for that first draft is I went through and I listened to the ending, the where you sum it up, and I wrote out the outline. I just, I just kind of, I just started writing and I had fun with the dialogue because really create you, we didn't really create any dialogue in the episode. So uh-huh. I kind of got to create some of that dialogue from scratch and I added a bunch of jokes and, um, yeah, you, you had, you had a whole bit about like, is the plural of Bigfoot, big, big feet foot or, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was really my, uh, my chance to just like write out everything that I had been thinking about since we did that episode. And uh, it was pretty long. It was like 11 pages or something like that. Yeah. How, how long did it take you to write that? Because you're also like, when we wrote a feature yeah. together, like you're you're a really quick writer. I'm a... F- which I'm not. It's, but. A, it's like you, you're a slow writer, but whenever you send me something, it is just like good. Like it is just like, this is good. Hmm. I write very quickly... And there's a lot that needs to be worked on. <laughs> yeah. But actually, like, that that's the way to do it. Like, if you're ever, like, stuck writing something, like, what I found works for me is to just, like, write the stupid version of it. Because yeah. 
it's easier to like fix something that's already there than, than to, to like yeah, come up exactly. with something out so of the ether. It didn't take me long at all. I wrote okay. the whole thing in like, I think I started around like 9.30 p.m. Yeah. I was done around 2 a.m. Okay. I just sat nice. there and was just writing because I love writing. So it, yeah. time flies by. But I, I was done really quick. And yeah, this does, this comes in a little over 10 and a half pages, the first draft. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I, I did that draft. I sent it to Robert. Robert read it and then yeah. talk about what you did. Yeah. So I did a pass on it. This is a little different from how we've worked in the past mm-hmm. because usually we'll outline something and we'll assign each of us scenes to work on. Mm-hmm. And then we'll each kind of go over what each other wrote and then we'll have a session where we just kind of like make them meld together. Yeah. This time around, you you just did a full pass of it. You handed it off to me, and then I did, did a, full a full pass, pass on it. Yeah, which essentially my my goal when I did the pass for you was one to like get it a little shorter mm-hmm. because it was at eleven pages. Yeah, and I got it down like right to eight. Yeah, you you had a bit in the beginning where like they first come up to camp, mm-hmm. and I tried to like move like the spirit of like what happened to that into a different scene. I tried to like keep everything contained so there are really like only like two spots. Basically, like after after I wrote everything, I sent Chase like a really long text message yeah. <laughs> of like every single thing I changed because like just in case he was like actually I really like that moment, then yeah. like we could have that conversation and then potentially like put that back yeah, in. Yeah, I, I I heard a thing one time and I don't know I think I might have heard it. I read it in a book once, a screenwriting book. Where it was to the writing writing partners wrote the book together, yeah. and they said the way that we do it is if I write something and then the next day I look and it's gone, uh-huh. and I really feel passionate about it, I'll just put it back. Yeah, yeah. And then at that point, if he takes it out again, that means I need to keep it out of the of the script. <laughs> yeah. See, I'm more so like I just like having like an open line of communication and like. Yeah. Again, if you notice something is gone that you liked then like I could easily look through the text thread and see what that was. And like, I laid out why I took it out and then you can make your case for like why it would go back in and like we which could is, come to a middle ground or something, which is but. way more considerate. <laughs> it's so nice. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, um, yeah, you sent me back your draft and I read it and I was like, yeah, this was solid changes. This was good. Yeah. And I assumed that if it was taken out, then there was a reason. Because Robert's not going to just take something out for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be like, Chase, you're an idiot. I think the major thing I worked through was uh, the introduction and everything. Because also, I was able to like use some camp experience to like kind of get everything to meld together. Because you had like a whole, like, the dude first comes up to camp and meets her. Mm-hmm. And then you get a sense that like she's smart and knows the camp. And then there's the other scene where they're kind of making the firewood. I noticed an opportunity just from experience being at camp that at camp, the most experienced outdoorsmen are the ones that kind of like tend to the fire. And then the people that aren't as experienced are the ones that like go out and gather sticks. So I just instantly put the the leading girl and the playboy character Mm -hmm. at the fire while everyone else was gathering wood. So that's just a great way of like no dialogue to show that these are the people that know what's happening. Which cleans it up really well. Yeah. It takes, that's a big part of uh, screenwriting as well is like find two scenes and find a way to make them one scene. Exactly. And then just find like, you know, typically through any first draft, like a lot of exposition could like kind of be spoken and <laughs> just like trying to find yeah. the things. It's, okay. How, how could we like show this without a character saying it? 
Yeah, you know, show, don't tell. But yeah, uh, I sent in my draft, which had a lot of changes. You were down with a lot of them, and you, you did one more pass. Yeah, and then for that last pass, all I did is I went through and I changed up some of the dialogue. Yeah, to... which I did I did know, like, writing my draft is like, I know Chase is going to have some better lines with this pothead character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think that just comes from, like, an actor's point of view. Because, like, when I write, I'm I'm speaking these lines out loud in different voices to see what kind of flows better and what like if I was on set and I was handed this dialogue, what would feel choppy, what would feel more natural. Yeah. And so all I did for that third pass is I went through and I um I, I just kind of changed up some of the dialogue to make it a little bit more natural and to fit that character's voice a little better. Uh-huh. But uh I didn't I don't think I changed anything uh plot wise. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, what we what we have right now is we have a third draft and it's it's for the most part like what was in that outline. It's just some things are moved around to make it all a little shorter mm-hmm. and tighter. I guess moving forward, I am interested in doing like another draft or two on it. Yeah. But uh, I guess we, we could talk about that later. You want to just read the sure, <laughs> read yeah. thing? Yeah. So you, you want to do it where you read uh, direction and I read dialogue? or Yeah, that sounds oh, good. Cool. So exterior, campsite, evening. Three counselors walk around a campsite, collecting sticks. Chris, early 20s, sees a flower on the ground. He picks it. He looks up, stops, and stares forward. He's lost in a trance. A reverse shot reveals he's staring at Natasha, early 20s, outdoorsy. Natasha is by the campfire, placing sticks inside. A hand reaches out and touches her arm. We pan to the left and see Andy, 20s, also outdoorsy, telling her a joke. They both laugh. This snaps Chris out of his trance. He narrows his eye at Andy and then grabs a handful of sticks. Natasha and Andy are still laughing. Chris butts in. Got some more wood for y'all. Chris is about to toss the sticks in the fire. Andy and Natasha both freak out and shout, No! Don't put that in there. Why? That's doo-doo wood. Excuse me? Rhododendron. When burned, its fumes can cause severe sickness in humans. Death for some animals. Andy snatches the stick out of Chris's hand and chucks it. When you're with campers, you've got to look out for this stuff. I'm sorry, my, my mistake. The rest of your tinder isn't doo-doo wood, is it? Chris shifts himself to block the view of a whole pile of rhododendron sticks behind him. Um, no, no not, not all. Andy and Natasha return to the fire, exchanging looks and laughs. Chris walks away, disappointment on his face. Exterior, campfire, night. Six counselors all stand around the campfire. Natasha and Andy sit next to each other. Chris sits on the opposite side. On one side of Chris is Sophia and Kaylee, two preppy best friends. On the other side is Marvin, a shaggy dude in a hemp hoodie. Andy has a guitar. He finishes singing a campfire song. He has a great voice. Natasha is swooning. Chris is upset. Sophia and Kaylee giggle to each other. Chris turns to Marvin. You good, man? I don't know what I'm doing here. I hate the woods. Chris looks ahead. Andy cracks another joke. Natasha laughs. What's your deal with Natasha? You are remarkably perceptive. It's the weed, man. It opens a whole new dimension. You, you brought weed to camp? Sophia and Kaylee stand up. Sophia holding her phone. We're going to Outpost. I get, like, no signal here. Sophia and Kaylee leave. Chris looks ahead. 
Andy is flexing while Natasha feels his biceps. He looks away in despair. Exterior, top of the hill, night. Kaylee shivers, her eyes nervously shifting around the dark woods. Sophia has her phone up trying to get a signal. If I miss Jason's text, I'm going to, like, literally lose my mind. He's the hottest guy on the team. Well, second hottest if you count the coach. They hear some leaves rustle, then a faint snarl. Come on, let's go. POV of something jumping out of the bushes. It growls at the girls. It sounds huge. Kaylee and Sophia scream. (laughs) (laughs) Exterior, campsite, night. Sophia stumbles back to the campsite. Blood splattered on her shirt. The counselors all rush to her. We heard screaming. What's going on? Sophia is sobbing, trying to get her words out. Kaylee, she's gone. What happened? Something got her. I I don't know what. A bear? I, I, I didn't see it. It was big. They all look at each other. Sounds like a bear. Which direction did it go? Sophia points towards the woods. Was it black or brown? Because if it's brown, you lay down. If it's black, you attack. I I think it was black. Then again, it's dark, so everything looks kind of black. Andy jumps in front of her and starts pointing at everyone. All right, we're going after it. Does everyone have weapons? Everyone pulls out their knives. Chris pulls out a tiny pocket knife. Andy reaches back and unsheaths a machete. Chris sighs. Let's get in formation. I'll lead the way. Natasha, stay behind me. Marv and Sophia, in the middle. And Chris can bring up the rear. Exterior, trail, night, continuous. They start walking. Chris scowls as he walks in the back. He looks up at Andy and Natasha walking next to each other. Marvin pulls out a blunt and lights it. Chris shouts to Andy. Hey, are you sure we should be attacking it? You've got a lot to learn, kid. Kid? We're the same age. I've known this camp like the back of my hand. I've seen everything. The group stops. There's a giant figure blocking the trail, towering over them. It growls. We get a reaction shot from each person. They're all terrified. Reverse shot. It's Bigfoot. The hulking, hairy monster stands in full glory, raising its massive arms. He lets out a big roar. Roar. (laughs) (laughs) Andy points his machete, standing his ground. Stop right there! Don't move! Bigfoot grabs Andy and flings him hard into a tree. Andy falls, lifeless. Everyone screams and runs, except for Marvin, who looks completely unfazed. Marvin looks up at Bigfoot, then holds out his blunt. You wanna hit me? Bigfoot looks down, pauses for a beat, then snatches Marvin's arm and rips it clean off. Exterior, woods, night. Chris, Natasha, and Sophia run through the woods. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. What was that? It's real. I'd only ever heard stories. Come and die? No, we'll get out of this. Swoosh. Sophia screams. We look in her direction. She's gone. Oh, we're gonna die. They keep moving as far away from the spot as they can. Hey, wait, wait. Chris stops Natasha. He looks deep in her eyes. Since... I'm probably going to die. I just wanted you to know, I I really like you. I came to camp just to be with you, and if I die, you can have this to remember me by. Chris hands Natasha the flower. She looks down at the flower, inspects it, then laughs to herself. (laughs) Um, well, I appreciate the gesture. That's rhododendron, though. Really? 
Yeah, that's a rhododendron plant. It's a nice flower, but it's still extremely toxic. Wow, crazy how something so beautiful can be so deadly. You sound like Marvin. I caught some secondhand fumes. Deadly fumes. Chris pauses for a beat, thinking. Wait a minute. Chris looks up like he has an idea. When he's about to open his mouth, roar! Bigfoot (laughs) appears behind them. Chris shoves Natasha away. Run! Chris yells and runs through the woods. Bigfoot runs after him. Chris is stumbling, almost trips, but keeps going. He sees the light of the campfire and runs towards it. Exterior, campsite, night, continuous. Chris runs straight towards the pile of rhododendron sticks he collected from earlier. He yells out to Bigfoot, drawing him towards him as he throws the sticks in the fire. Bigfoot comes running up to Chris. He roars. Chris stumbles backward, then trips on a stick and falls. Bigfoot stands right in front of the fire, looking down at Chris. The fire illuminates Bigfoot's face. Bigfoot raises his massive arms above his head. Chris turns away, preparing to die. Smoke rises from the fire. Bigfoot takes a deep breath in. Then, Bigfoot makes a whining noise. His stomach gurgles. Chris opens his eyes and peeks at Bigfoot. His arms are now holding his stomach. We hear awful rumbling as Bigfoot groans. Bigfoot falls to the ground. His head hits a rock. His body twitches, then goes still. Chris stands. Natasha comes running up. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Is it dead? I think so. Rhododendron fumes can cause severe sickness in humans, even death for some animals. Natasha looks at him with a huge smile on her face. That was some quick thinking. We hear someone else approach. Chris turns. Marvin, you're alive! Yeah, man. Reverse shot of Marvin. His right arm is completely missing. Dude, your arm! Is that not excruciating? Dude... I am so high right now. I've got, like, no adrenaline. You don't look so good, man. I'm on a lot of natural painkillers, if you catch my drift. Natasha and Chris laugh. Anyway, how are you guys? It's a, it's a pretty chill night. I mean, aside from all the Bigfoot stuff. Oh, dude. Andy's dead. Oh, and I think I saw part of Sophia's foot on the walk down here. That's a a major bummer, man. Marvin trails off. He starts to get dizzy. Chris clutches his stomach. Okay, let's get out of here. Marvin, we need to get you to a hospital. Sophia and Chris grab Marvin, their stomachs gurgling, and start to make their way back to camp. Fade out. Yeah. So that's that's our third draft of it. Yeah, that's what we got right now. Um, I'm at a point with it where... Also, first of all... You just gotta edit the descriptions a little. I always, I always read dialogue out loud because it helps, like, yeah. you know, figure it out. But I should have also read the descriptions just because <laughs> there are yeah. some things that could be worded a little better. But. Yeah, yeah, but that's all something. It's, it's a process. Yeah. My only other thing with this current draft is I'm, I'm still like kind of obsessing over the moment where Chris hands Natasha the flower. Yeah. Part of me is like, I don't know if that feels like a little too contrived or something or like. Yeah, you you texted me and you were like, that seems like a little middle school. Like what a grown man. Yeah. Give. But you also we need some way for the plant to come back, which is. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, I like it. I think it's a good moment. And obviously, the audience listening right now can email us at writtenbypodcast.gmail.com for any feedback and stuff. But I think it's solid. I I see what you mean. Maybe we can work on the dialogue a bit. Yeah. Or I almost like, I love to do a pass and like just focus on Natasha and Chris's relationship. Because I feel like the... The kind of like romance between the two of them or like Chris's kind of like unrequited love towards her is kind Mm -hmm. of what drives the whole thing. Yeah. I'd be interested in like trying to, you know, just do a draft from that perspective and see if it strengthens it. Yeah. Yeah. I like that idea. I think obviously, you know, Marvin's the the comedic, the comedic character, the comedy relief. Yeah. Uh, We should we could we could probably flesh out uh, Andy's character a little bit. Yeah, just doing that bit. that read through, uh, maybe we could just work on making sure we understand that he is obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Because when he dies, we kind of don't want it to be a thing like, oh no, Andy's dead. We want to be like, be oh, like, oh yeah. yeah, like you don't want to be sad. Andy's dead. We kind of want to be like, yes, yeah. Andy's dead. This is Chris's moment. Yeah, and also like making Andy worse can kind of like make Chris look better by comparison. Yeah. So because I mean, I feel that. reading through it, it's kind of like. All right, Chris is a nice guy, but why does he deserve the girl? Exactly. Like, yeah. what does he do? We need we need a big moment. I mean, obviously, he saved the day, which is yeah. awesome. But we also need to show that he's a good person. Yeah, that's also one of those scene description things when he when we put like he shoves her away. I guess it kind of needs to be clear that he's like getting her out of the way, out and of not the way. shoving her towards Bigfoot. towards Bigfoot. <laughs> that would be funny. It's like take the girl. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's a that's the third draft, everyone. We'll probably do a few more. But uh yeah, maybe maybe we'll we'll do another pass and yeah, then read what, it again. Maybe. What do you guys think? Let us know. Email us, uh, DM us on Instagram. Tell us what do you think this is something you'd like yeah. to see? Also, how would how would you rank the past nine episodes? Yeah. You could, we'll, we'll put an Instagram post up. You can leave comments. We, we we like knowing what you guys like listening to. Yeah. Well dude, I think this is it's been been a good session. It's got me got me thinking about you know potentially writing some more stuff, working on this script more. Yeah, I'm we uh, we want to do at least one more short by the end of the year. Yeah, my, we just don't know what that will be yet. I know my my current goal is to do two more this year, but I'm trying to to accomplish two more. I'm just trying to be very strategic about yeah. I mean what it, I do and when. Like if. If I can't shoot a short this August, then the two shorts a year won't happen yeah. probably. But um, And you know what? Two shorts this year would still be a great... Exactly. And combined with all the stuff where, man, the shoot we did for Shama is going to be crazy. And we can't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, we can't talk it's about it. It's got to be a surprise. But, but it is awesome. Yeah. It is really awesome. And uh, we also we also have other stuff in the works as well. Uh, I, have a, I have a song coming out music video hopefully yeah. well can't can't wait to, to to rank the next nine episodes hopefully <laughs> they're, they're, they're even better than this one yeah uh do you guys like the bonus episodes let us know and you can let us know by leaving a review on apple podcasts or wherever you listen yeah you should you should do the outro chase you want me to do that yeah word right now yeah okay you don't need an actual script just make something up okay all right <clears throat> How do you usually start it? You go, thanks for listening. All right. And that was written by. Thank you guys so much for listening. This is my first time doing the outro. Robert, uh, he's not here right now because I'm not here when he does the outros. 
uh robert i think has grown so much from listening to like the first couple outros to the most recent ones robert's been doing such a great job uh so i decided that he doesn't get to do them anymore i do the outros now because <laughs> i have to be the main character but um in all seriousness thank you guys so much for listening please let us know um text from drew so i, I love to pick up thank you guys so much for listening please make sure to leave a review uh five stars preferably one star if you're a hater uh follow us on instagram at written by pod and remember if you want to send in topics for the bowl email us at written by podcast at gmail.com and i would also like to shout out the amazing beat that i'm talking over right now produced <laughs> produced by um andrew simmons you can follow him on instagram at music by drew and our logo of course created by the very talented taylor laurie you can follow her on instagram at taylor laurie design and of course follow me and robert at chase bridges underscore 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 and robert at at robert underscore isaac thank you guys for listening and um keep us the number one podcast behind all of the other podcasts See ya! Hey. Nice.